Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory over death. Jesus walks on water. Mark 6, 45-56, NIV. Walk on water? You've got to be kidding me. Ever tried it? My feet sink when I try real hard to float on my back. But Jesus did it. The only time the Bible tells us that Jesus walked on water is recorded in three of the Gospels. Matthew 14, verses 22 to 33. John 6, verses 16 to 21, and the text we'll read today, Mark 6, verses 45 to 56. Hi, everyone. I'm Connie Edwards, inviting you to join the Bethel Tour Group as we continue to follow the Gospel of Mark's record of Jesus' ministry in motion. We're in Galilee, where Jesus performed amazing miracles, eased people's suffering, and calmed turmoil and storms in their lives. A couple of days ago, we visited the place where he fed the 5,000. This evening, due to a brewing storm, our guide canceled plans to board a boat and cross the Sea of Galilee. We're asked to shelter in the hotel where we can safely observe the sea while reading from Mark about the storm when Jesus walked on water but I want to see it firsthand, at least from the shore. As I position myself on a rocky beach, gentle surf laps at my feet. Across the sea, above fertile orchards, brown mountains soar into a 690-mile rocky plain called the Golan Heights. Except for the lake, the landscape reminds me of my home in the Tri-Cities of Washington. The evening chills as dark clouds tumble toward the water. I'm told the temperatures range between 57 and 88 degrees, but I shiver as the gale coming from the Golan Heights increases. I turn up my collar and move away from the waves, slapping the shore as the angry wind whips my coat. The locals told us about a violent storm in March of 1992, around the time of the Jewish Passover, when fierce winds of the east blew off the Golan Heights. Waves as high as 10 feet caused major damage to the seaside town of Tiberias. The Gospel of John 6 verse 4 mentions that it was near the Jewish Passover when Jesus fed the 5,000. It must have been about the same time of year as the 1992 storm. Could it have been a similar storm that battered the disciples? I quickly retreat to high ground, and even then I feel the spray hit my face with each wave that pounds the shore. These raging waters could swamp a boat, and I'm grateful our cruise is canceled. I have a glimpse into the peril and fright of those men, although it's hard to imagine Jesus walking out to his disciples on this furious sea. In today's text, Mark begins with the urgency. He conveys through this gospel. Time after time, Jesus is serving others. He had just finished feeding over 5,000 people, and it was the end of the day. The disciples had collected leftovers and undoubtedly needed rest. I'll begin reading in Mark 6, 
verses 45 and 46. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Jesus often separated himself to spend time with his Father. It seems he sent his disciples on ahead to rest a bit before he rejoined them. However, they had so much to learn before his time with them was over. And as we'll see, it seems Jesus sent them out to toil on the sea. Verses 47 and 48a. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the lake, and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, that is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. by Roman time, he went out to them walking on the lake. John 6, verses 18 and 19 describe it this way. A strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed three or three and a half miles, they saw Jesus approach the boat, walking on the water, and they were terrified. The Sea of Galilee is seven and a half miles wide in places, and they'd only made it halfway across from evening to early morning. Continuing in Mark 6, verses 48b to 52, he was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. During those times, cultures were steeped in superstitions, signs, and omens, and satanic bondage. Jesus had called his disciples from these people, which may explain why they thought they saw an apparition. In fact, many people sought out Jesus because he was performing miracles, and they didn't understand that his power was from God or that he was the Son of God. When Jesus said, It is I, he declared himself as the great I Am in Exodus 3.14. The last time Jesus calmed a storm in Mark 4.41, the disciples said, Who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. This time they knew. In Matthew 14.33 we read, Then those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. At the end of this chapter, Mark quickly moves from the disciples' private lessons to Jesus' ministry of serving people in need. Mark 6, verses 53 to 56 reads, When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran through the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched him were healed. Our tour group awoke to a calm sea, and we are headed to Gennesaret. Pray with me.
Dear Father in heaven, thank you for your word and these reminders that Jesus is aware of the raging storms in our lives. And sometimes it takes straining against the oars, fear, and a lot of what-ifs to abandon doubts and lead us to place our faith and trust in Jesus, the Son of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.